Thank you for downloading this weekend sermon from Bangalore Revival Center. Our desire is to see you grow in your love and pursuit of God, causing you to become a channel of His love and grace to the people around you. Now let's listen to the Word of God. We're coming to BRC Church, Bangalore Revival Center. This is where we host God. This is where we pursue the heart of God. And uh, I just want to welcome each one of you that is watching online. I say, may God bless you. May God bless you. I believe today's word is going to bless your heart. As you're listening attentively, I believe God has something in store for you. Uh, without taking much of your time, I just want to say a big thank you to my spiritual father, Pastor Priji Waggis, uh, for his great job. Uh, just, uh, it was on Saturday, Friday, he called me and said, can you preach today? I'm like, yes, sir. You know, I was so excited because I loved, you know, to come and, you know, speak the heart of God. And I love his mighty, you know, uh, strength that is putting inside of me through God. And also want to thank the most high God who has been the, you know, my backbone, who has strengthened me all these days. I say may his name be praised in Jesus' name. Uh, without taking much of your time, uh, you know, this is what God has, you know, led me to share this uh, Saturday service. I uh, just want you to, you know, uh, you know, open your heart. Listen to the word of God that is going to come out from my mouth. Do not see me here. I, I, I'm the person you know very well. But, you know, listen to God's voice. This is not me. This is God standing here. I'm just a vessel. He's going to pass through me to release something inside of you. And I believe you are, you know, you are so eager to receive what God has in store for us. Uh, you know, this message is tight on the benefit of studying the word of God. Uh, it's been a, a great pleasure when I studied the scripture. You know, it blesses my heart so much. So today, uh, we're going to quickly read from the book of Daniel from 9, from verse 1 to 4. Let's read it at once. Uh, at, at, I think it's so tiny on the screen, but uh, I believe we can manage. Uh, okay, let's read one to go. It was the first year of the reign of Darius the Medi, the son of Hasrius, who became king of Babylonians. During the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, learned from reading the word of the Lord, as revealed to Jeremiah the prophet, that Jerusalem must lay the solid for 70 years. He says, so I turned to the Lord God and pleaded with him in prayer and fasting. I also wore rough bullet and sprinkled myself with ashes. I prayed to the Lord my God and confess, oh Lord, you are a great and awesome God. You always fulfill your covenant. Keep your promises of unfailing love to those who love you and obey your commands. Amen. Amen. So this place, you know, it, 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 this is just a four verses, four chapter, but we're going to stretch it because there is so much revelation in here. You know, I was studying scripture one day when I came across this particular verse. I'm like, wow. Studying the word of God, you know, reading the Bible, not just reading, but studying it. I'm not wasting my time. Actually, I'm, you know, I'm getting something. God is giving me a revelation from the word. 
that sometimes I don't need to receive the revelation by vision or true dream, but I can get the revelation from his word. Now, this play talks about how Daniel come to knowledge of what has happened in the past, how his people, you know, was taken into exile. What took place? They rebel against God. Now, through the studying of the scripture, Daniel came in knowledge of that. You know, if you read uh, from verse 2, it is said, this word, he said, I, Daniel, read, learn from reading the word of the Lord. He said, I learn from reading what? The word of the Lord. In other words, it's very important and essential you as a child of God to study the scripture day and night. You know, if you can turn quickly with me to the book of Joshua, verse 1 to 8. The Bible says, study this book of instruction continually, meditate on it day and night, so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then you will prosper and succeed in all you do. See, God was speaking to Joshua just immediately after Moses had died. You know, God called Joshua and said, look, son, my servant Moses is dead. But now you're going to take his place. You're going to take these people into the promised land. But you must do one thing. What is that? He said, you must do what? You must study this book of instruction continually. The Lord did not say, Joshua, you can study the scripture, you know, today, then leave it tomorrow, next tomorrow. He said, continually. Means it's something you cannot do without. The same way Daniel was studying the scripture and got the knowledge of what has happened and the plan of God. God said to Joshua, study it continually. Not just do we need to, you know, study the scripture continually. We also need to do what? Find delight in studying the scripture. You don't study the scripture because you are forcefully to do so. Or you felt someone is doing it. Or someone is doing better than you. Okay, because this guy preached so much. I think he studied so much. Then let me study like him. No, he said, you must do what? You must find delight in doing it. means it has to come from the belly. You need to have the joy in studying the scripture. That's why the scripture said in Psalm 1 verse 2 to 3. But we're going to read only verse 2. It said, But they delight in the law of the Lord, meditating on it day and night. They delight in the law of the Lord. You have to have, you know, joy in studying the scripture. The same way Daniel has the joy in studying the scripture. Daily, he was not boring. He didn't feel any boring. He didn't feel, you know, so he disappointed, but there was joy inside of him. He'd do it more often. You see, you see, study it. Meditate on it. Because, see, you don't just study, but you have to meditate. You know, you need to, you know, examine, you know, break the walls in pieces. Find every single meaning. You have to meditate on it. You need, you know, it has to sink inside of you. It has to become part of you. That is what called meditation. And he said in verse 3, 
They are like trees planted along the river bank. Bearing fruit each season, their leaves never widow, and they prosper in all they do. The same word God told Joshua, remember. Now, look at the life of Daniel. He studied the scripture quite often, right? But Daniel was in exile, but he was so prosperous. Why? Because he studied the scripture. He meditated on the word of God day and night. He succeeded. He prospered. His, his leave never widowed. Even when there was conspiracy about him, they threw him in the lion's den. He came out alive. Why? Because he studied the scripture and then his eyes was open. He knew the God that he served, the same God that he has been studying about. Amen. Amen. And let me tell you, not just studying, delighting see when you study the scripture and delight in the scripture you know what it does it gives you the right words it gives you the right words you don't just speak every anything you know you your thought becomes so different your action everything is totally changed the bible says in the book of psalm sorry uh, yeah in the book of psalm 19 verse 14 it say that is david he said may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleased to you O lord my rock and my redeemer you see that because this is see I, i'm trying to take you in a journey look at the life of daniel do you see how daniel speaks how he reacts he doesn't just, you know, say whatsoever he likes to say. The scripture here said, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart. What are you meditating in your heart? Are you meditating the word of God that will cause your words to be so special? A word that will sharpen someone around you. A word that will encourage someone. A word that will elevate people from their falling. What are you meditating in your heart? That is what Sam was saying. And I want you to understand this. Not just are you going to say the right word. Studying the scripture. The benefit of it is also, you know, open your mind to the secrets. The secret, the hidden secret. Look, let me tell you something. The scripture, the word of God that we read. It's the secret of God. That is God's plan. That is everything about God is in the scripture. But let me tell you, it seals, it takes the power of the Holy Ghost. When you study the scripture, you meditate, you find delight. The Holy Spirit will do a take over you. You begin to see the secret in the word of God. You know, turn with me to the book of Proverbs 25 verse 2. It says, it is God's, God's privilege to cancel things and the king's to do what? It's king's privilege to discover them. It's king's privilege to discover them. See, let me tell you. Here as India, where we reside now, whatsoever Modi want to do, any information, whatever that took place, before Modi respond to the public, he might have sent his secret agency to go and verify, to find the right information. He don't just come out and say whatever he wants. As a leader, he must make sure he get to the roots of the problem and deliver the message to the people. 
Now, the thing that happened, he was not there. But he sent people to do what? To get information and they deliver it to him. Now, in this place, the word of God is the secret. Now, you, as a child of God, look at Daniel. Daniel studied the scripture. See, let me tell you, I look at the life of Daniel and I see a king in Daniel. I don't just see a man who is, you know, in captive. No, I was seeing a king. Because, see, in Babylon, he has the highest rank. He speaks like a king. Why? Because he studied the scripture. He began to search out the secret. Things that no one knows. Remember when uh, the king Nebuchadnezzar had a dream that he wanted to kill all the prophets if they don't tell him the meaning of the dream, right? What did he do? He went in prayer. Mind you, Daniel had been studying the scripture. See, when you often study the scripture, it's easy for you to know the right word to speak when you go before God. He searched out the secret. He knows everything about the kingdom. He knows the right thing to do at the right time. It's your... See, you are a king in the house of God. You are a king in, in, in the hands of God. Your duty as a servant, as a son, is to do what? Study the scripture. Break it. Get the secret. Most of the time you see the preachers on the pulpit, how they preach. The, the, you know, the revelation that comes from the messages. You begin to wonder, is it the same Bible that I read? They take their time. They study day and night and they meditate on it and they delight in it and they begin to find the secret that is hidden in the word of God. Amen. Amen. If you don't really understand, let me show you something here in Deuteronomy 29 verse 29. The Bible says, the Lord our God has do what? Has secret known to, known to no, man, no one. None to no one. You see, we are not accountable for them, but we and our children are accountable for, for whatever all that he has revealed to us so that we may obey all the terms of this instruction. See, this is uh, Moses talking to the children of Israel. He said to them, look, everything about God Everything about God is unknown. It's secret. Everything about this our God is so secret. Look, if he doesn't reveal anything to you, it's not your problem. But everything he revealed to us, we must to obey them because we have to give a kind to each of them. Now that brings you in. When you study the scripture, do you study the scripture for what purpose? To know the mind of God, right? We study the scripture to know the mind of God, the plans of God for the nation. Because Daniel studied the scripture, Daniel know the plans of God for the children of Israel, about Jerusalem, what he had planned for them for 70 years behind. See, back God made an utterance through his servant. Now, because Daniel studied the scripture, 
he learned he found out he has knowledge of these things amen amen it seems the house is kind of quiet are we learning something if you read the same Daniel 9 verse 2 there is one word Daniel say there he said as review to Jeremiah the prophet that Jerusalem must lay desolate for 70 years if Daniel had not read the scripture he wouldn't have known that Jerusalem must be left empty unattended no one dwelling in it for 70 years but because he studied the scripture let me tell you this this is a revelation i want to give you see when you read the scripture and study the light in it allow the holy spirit to lead you don't just read like a novel of like a, a book let me tell you god will open your eyes through the scripture to see what has conspired in your fourth generation third generation God will open your eyes to see things that happen that you are not knowledge of. By doing so, you will know the right step to take. Amen. Amen. If you read Jeremiah verse 25, 11 to 13, the Bible says, this entire land, this is Jeremiah speaking actually here. He was telling the children of Israel, this is what is going to happen. Because one, God is wanting you to turn away from your sinful nature. But you refuse. This is what is going to happen to you. You know, uh, yesterday, uh, our daddy was teaching us something here about the leaders. You know, he says something. He say, God would want you, if God said, I will punish you. What he expects of you is to be a little bit of remorse. Come back to your senses. Say, Lord, I am so sorry. He wants you to apologize. He's not saying, I'm going to kill you to kill you instantly. No, he's a merciful father. You know, Jeremiah said this word in Jeremiah 25, 11 to 13. He said, this land, this entire land will become a desolate wasteland. Israel and her neighboring lands will serve the king of Babylon for 70 years. Then after the 70 years of captivity over there over, he said, I will punish the king of Babylon and, the, and his people for their sins, says the Lord. I will make the country of the Babylonians a wasteland forever and I will bring upon them all the terrors I have promised in this book. All the penalties announced by Jeremiah against the nations. You see this? When Daniel studied the scripture, he's now aware. Not just God, they are going to be in captivity for 70 years. But also, the same people which he used to punish them is going to do what? They're going to suffer for it also. They're going to be destroyed. In other ways, we are going to be free one day. This captivity is not forever. You get it now. Wow. I'm not going to be in this captive forever. Whoa. Man, this is a big revelation for me. All right. Oh, 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 oh. That's it. Then his heart was so huge. 
he became so happy. If Daniel had not studied the scripture, he wouldn't have found the revelation. He wouldn't have had the knowledge of this particular incident that have taken place and the promise of God for them for restoration. Let me tell you, the Bible says, my people perish because of lack of knowledge. Knowledge is what? Information. When you take information to God, it becomes revelation. If you don't have information, see, look at this. Okay, let me just, you know, take you to the story of uh, Esther and uh, Hananiah. Uh, let's turn with me to the book of Esther 416. The Bible says, go and gather together all the Jewish of Zusha and fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days, night or day. My, my maidens and I will do the same. And then, though it is against the law, I will go to see the king. If I must die, I must die. Now, let me show you something here. Daniel got an information through reading of the scripture. Look at Esther here and Mordecai. When they are in this land and a certain man who has you know, a great rank in the land also is in politics. His name was uh, I think Hananiah, you know, he, he, he planned against Mordecai. Why? Because Mordecai refused to bow for him. He made a plan. Say, I'm going to slaughter all the Jewish in this land. And when Esther got the information, at the first, Esther said, I can't do anything. And the uncle sent him a message back. He said, look, don't think you are saved in that palace. When this happened, perhaps you were just put in that throne for this time. Because you're going to be swept away just like us. Then she said, wow. In as much as I have information of this evil terror that is about to sweep the land against me and my people, he said, fast for me. Me and my maidens, we will also fast. We will not eat or drink. If I must die, I will go to the king. Now, you, you, I want you to see something here. The same thing Daniel did. Esther and Mordecai, both of them received information by human. But look at the, 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 the difference here. Daniel received his own information through what? The scripture, which is the revelation. You know, he broke the seal. This is hidden. Daniel was not only one in Babylon, right? Babylon was, Daniel was not only one in Babylon as a Jewish. There are others there. But... How could he break the seal to find and to get the secret? Because he studied the scripture. That is the benefit. When you are asked to read the Bible, you are not being forced. It's for your own good. For the good of your nation. 
God could pass through you through studying of the scripture. God will open your eyes to show you the problem that is lies in this nation for decades, for centuries, that he will give you the solution. Let me tell you, the Bible said the gift of a man makes his way for him. Studying the scripture, breaking the secret, gathering the truth, the secret is also a gift. It's a gift. When you study the scripture very well and God give you an inside of his word and you write a book that will, you know, that will sell so much, it's a gift from God. So I, I urge you from this moment, you know, find it so joy and delightful to study the word of God. Amen. If you read Daniel verse 9 verse 3, you know, there's a certain word there that is written. Daniel said, also, you know, he didn't say that Daniel, you know, Daniel turned to the Lord and pleaded in prayer and fasted. No, he also said, I also wear a rubber and sprinkled myself with ashes. You know, I, I, I went in research of the meaning of these, uh, you know, burlap clothes. What it represents. It's, it, you know, is a, uh, a woolen material in, that is made out of uh, goat's skins. It's so dark. You know what it represents? Sadness. Sorrow. Like someone that lost his loved one. Did Daniel love his, lost his loved ones? Yes. He lost the ancestors. When the king destroyed the land, he took them into captivity. There were so many people who died. Daniel was mourning. He began to grieve. He began to mourn. He sprinkled himself with ashes. You know, he's, he cried so much. Even it, something similar to this happened in Lamentation 2 verse 10. The Bible said the leaders of beautiful Jerusalem see it on the ground in silence. They were, they were clothed in bottom and threw dust on their heads. It said the young women of Jerusalem hung their heads in shame. Look at this. The same thing that Daniel was, you know, grieving, mourning, this has happened. I, we have lost it in the past. But Lord, the reason why I'm mourning, because I want restoration. He was knowledge that the 70 years is close by. He began to plead. God is looking for an intercessor for the nation India. An intercessor that will stand as a gap in your family. God is looking for an intercessor. Someone who could stand on behalf of his church. How can you become the intercessor and get the revelation by not reading the scripture? How do you want to pray? If you leave this word behind, you can pray. There is nothing you can say. If you can't pray according to the scripture, you are just wasting your time. Because this is every, where every conversation, every transaction takes place. The children of Israel, you know, they, they, they mourned, they cried. Why? Because the nation had been destroyed. 
The walls have been pulled down. They were crying. Look, whoa, Lord. We are filled with shame. Have mercy. You know, Daniel cried the same thing. When God, Daniel was crying, what was Daniel crying? Daniel was simply confessing the sins of his forefathers. He was pleading to God to have mercy. Look at this. I, I love, you know, Daniel. He's a king. I love this king. I don't call him just Daniel. He's a king. I love this king. You know what he did? He didn't exclude himself. Why he was pleading to God? That is what an intercessor does. An intercessor doesn't say, they did it. Lord, have mercy on them. Oh, Lord, have mercy on us. We have sinned against thee. That is the prayer of Daniel. Turn with me to the Daniel 9 verse 4. We'll read it to uh, 18. Verse 4 said, I pray to the Lord my God and confess, Oh Lord, you are great and awesome God. You know, he tells God, Lord, I confess, yes, our ancestors, they have rebelled against you. They have twisted your commands. They rebel against you. And they scorn your instru instruction. But Lord, I have come before you. And plead to you that thou will have mercy on us. He didn't just end there. He goes in verse 5. He said, but we have sinned and done wrong. We have rebelled against you. And scorn, and scorn your commands and regulations. Verse 14, we jump to verse 14. He said, therefore, the Lord has brought upon us the disaster he prepared. The Lord our God was right to do all these things, for we did not obey him. God was right. He said, Lord, you are right. Whatsoever you have done to us, your judgment is correct. We accept it. We have learned from it. What Daniel was saying actually, we have learned our lesson now. Yes, we have learned our lesson now. It's right in what you did. See, let me tell you, when someone beat, when you beat a child, and that child acknowledge what she or he did was wrong, and said, I'm sorry, which means she acknowledged she was wrong. And what you did, in correcting her was right. Right or wrong? So this is what Daniel was praying. We acknowledge our wrongdoings. Have mercy. He didn't end there. He went in verse 5. He continued to pray. He said, Oh Lord our God, you brought lasting honor to your name by rescuing your people from Egypt in a great display of power. But we have seen our we have sinned and are full of wickedness. See, I want you to hold something here. He said, you brought everlasting honor. You brought lasting honor to yourself. You brought lasting honor to your name, to himself. He didn't end there. He says, you rescue your people from Egypt in what? In a great display of power. 
That is what I'm trying to say here. See, when you pray, pray according to scripture. Pray, remind God of what he has done in time past. How he did it. See, Daniel was telling Lord, Lord, you are mighty God. You did it in time past. How much you rescue our ancestor from the Pharaoh and his people. You brought them out from Egypt. With what? With a mighty display of power. Which means you are worthy. You are worthy to take us back into our own land. You are worthy to do what? To rescue us from this place. You are worthy to restore us. He was reminded God, as long as I know you did it that time, Lord, I know you're going to do it again. Amen. Amen. When you are praying, can you remind God of what he has done for you before? Let me tell you, I have so much testimony. My testimony is so huge. Whenever I go into trials and temptation, I often say this to my wife. I said to her, my love, look, I was not the one who started it. He picked me up from the gutter, from the mary clay. He set my feet upon the rock to stand. So if I face any trial now, it's nothing to compare the glory ahead of me. Daniel was reminding God what he did. Remind God of what he has done. He didn't just end there. If you read in verse 16, he said, In view of your faithful mercies, Lord, please turn your furious anger away from your city, Jerusalem. Your holy mountains, all the neighboring nation marks Jerusalem and your people because we, because our sins and the sins of our ancestors. The people mock Jerusalem. They mock the city of God. Why? Because of their sins. But see, pick one word here. There is something I want you to pick from here. It says, in the view of your faithful mercies. In the what? In the view of your faithful mercy. Lord, please turn your what? See, Daniel acknowledge he said lord when i look at you when i look at your name your covenant name is full of mercy he said you are faithful god i know you are faithful you will be merciful to us i have looked as i have searched i've come in conclusion by the view of your faithful mercies i know that you can turn your ear to us you can rescue us this is the prophet that you can get by studying the scriptures daniel was studying the scriptures and he got the revelation and what he did he began to pray when you come to the knowledge that your forefathers have soiled their hands because they were looking for you know fetish powers to be so strong and they held you in captive and the lord opened your eyes to see this is what has conspired what do you do you go on your knees 
that's you pray because why you want to be free from that bondage because you want to free yourself from that set backwardness let me tell you the captivity daniel found himself were the same kind of captivities people are facing today most of us we are so ignorant because there was no information when you're trying to rise up something held you back you write so many songs i say i'm going to release this song for the glory of god suddenly boom everything went off someone want to help you and the person comes to you uh okay i'll call you tomorrow okay we're gonna meet tomorrow when you call the person again it doesn't pick up why there was a captivity you went captive because you were not knowledge of what has conspired in the past if you have studied the scripture while you were studying the scripture the law will open your eyes to see son this is your solution here here lies us see it might just be one word let me tell you this this my testimony i have uh, this uh, younger brother whom i brought from nigeria he he was there handling my business he did something you know that make me lose my weight overnight then i wanted to react i said to my wife i'm going to call some military police back home to arrest him as he arrives in the airport so I was making the call. I had a voice telling me, said, have you asked me what is my tension? Then I went on my knees and prayed, Lord, what do you had me do? He said, open the scripture. As soon as I opened it, it was Psalm. He said, the Lord watches over everyone. He watches over the righteous and the wicked. He said, the bones of the righteous shall not be hurt. He said, but of the wicked shall not be so. Now, the judgment, God has passed the judgment already. Why do I need to fight? Because he said, the vengeance is mine. Because I inquired of the Lord, he spoke to me. Have you inquired of the Lord of things that concerns you? Is there anything about this nation that bothers you so much that you can't, you know, you find it so difficult to eat that you, you, you want this problem to be solved? I told my wife, I said, I'm not going to leave this nation until I see change, until I see revival. But sometimes I feel like giving up because of the circumstances. But as soon as I'm going down, the Lord will remind me one or two things of his promises. I will say, okay, this is it. I'm going to stay here until this happens. There is something in your life that God needs to open your eyes to see. That will take you to the next level. That will free you from the evil conspiracy the enemy has put around you. So I urge you tonight... Can you do me this favor from today? Find it so, you know, delightful to study the scripture. Meditate on it. You know, I will, see, from the day I began to study the scripture often, let me tell you what happened. I began to, you know, prepare. I have so many sermons on ground. So many revelations. That is what happened when we study the word of God. You know, Daniel, you know, he went on praying. He said in verse 17, he said, Oh, 
our Lord God, our God, he said, hear your servant prayer, listen as I plead. For your own sake, Lord, smile again on your desolate sanctuary. He said, for your name's sake. He wasn't saying, Lord, yes, we, we, we merit it. We deserve to be free. But he said, for your name's sake. That is how we pray. For your name's sake. Make name for yourself, Lord. Show the people that you are the God of the Israelites. Make name for yourself. It goes in verse, seven, uh, verse 18. He said, oh my God, lean down, your, lean down and listen to me. Open your eyes and see your and see our despair despair he said see how your city the city that bears your name lies in ruins we make this plead not because we deserve help but because of your mercy what is the name of god what is the name of god what is his covenant name you know if you if you read the book of Exodus. The Bible said, Exodus 2, verse 3, it said, And God said to Moses, I am Yahweh the Lord. He said, I appeared to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as what? El Shaddai. He said, God Almighty, but I did not reveal my name, Yahweh the Lord. You know, to make, you know, to break it more to you. Come with me to the book of Exodus 34, verse 6. The Bible says, The Lord passed in front of Moses. Call it out. Yahweh, the Lord, the God of compassion and mercy. I am slow to anger. I'm filled with unfailing love and faithfulness. See, when Daniel was taught in the scripture, he began to pray as he was praying his eyes was open to see his name is Yahweh he is merciful he is compassionate God slow to anger man if this is who he is see you know the, when you read the scripture, the more you read, the more your eyes open. There are things you see. You have read this particular passage before. But when your eyes open to that revelation, you're like, wow, is that true? It's like a shock to you. But this is a, the same passage that you, re, you, know, you read often. But when you meditate on the word, you begin to see the revelation and not the same passage you read often. The same thing occurred to Daniel. Daniel saw, oh, this is who he is. His name is Yahweh, the Lord. Compassionate, merciful. That is why the Bible said in Lamentation 3 verse 21, he said, yet it is there to hope when I remember this. What did they remember? Even despite we have been destroyed, even despite we have been, you know, even when our face has been smashed on the wall, is there hope to remember? And he goes on, he says, 
The faithfulness love, the faithful love of the Lord never ends. His mercies never ceases. Great is his faithfulness. His mercies begins afresh each morning. He begins what? Afresh each morning. He said, Lord, you are faithful God. You are merciful. Yes, now I know. Wow. You see, your mercies begin afresh every morning. That means, Lord, if I come to you, if I come to you with a repentant heart, when you have opened my eyes to see what has conspired, and I come to you and plead, I know, Lord, that your mercies will be afresh upon your people, that you will be so eager to deliver us. You know, this particular, this particular verse, lamentation. See, I'm just trying to, you know, let you to understand what Daniel was feeling when he was praying. This is how, what Daniel felt in his prayer to God. And this strengthened Daniel to more, to pray harder. Because when you understand, my father is merciful. You'll be eager to do more, right? See, the prodigal son lavished all the wealth. He remembers home. He said, no, I'm not going to be here and serve and eat with the pigs. I'm going to go back home. Even the servant in my father's house fed so much that I am here. When he went back home, what took him back home was to realize his father would be merciful to him. He knew this is my father, my Lord. He's not going to reject me. The same way Daniel understand that God would not reject him. And he pursued the heart of God. He pursued God in prayer. And the Bible says, in the book of Daniel 9 verse 20. We're going to read it to 23. The Bible says. I went on praying. And confessing my sin. And the sins of my people. Pleading with the Lord my God. For Jerusalem. His holy mountain. He said I went on. He didn't stop. Because he needed an answer. He needed a solution. He just don't want to pray. His eyes was open to the problem. When you have a problem, you want you want solution, right? You don't want to just come and ask God and say, "Okay, I go home. Whatever happened, no problem." No, you see. Look at the woman, the widow. She went to the judge. She asked for justice. The judge tell her, "No, there's no chance yet. I don't have time for you, woman." The woman. Went after the judge to her house and do what? She cried on his, on his window. And the judge has no other thing to do than, okay, I'm going to give this woman justice. Then the woman went happy. The same thing applicable to Daniel. He went on praying. He, you know, he was persistent. He continued praying. He said in 21, he said, as I was praying, Gabriel 
whom I have seen in the earlier vision came swiftly to me at the time of the evening sacrifice. As he continued praying to God, who, come, who came? Gabriel, the archangel, the messenger. His, his angels of messenger, he delivered message. Remember, he was the same Gabriel that when Daniel prayed, he was bringing Daniel answer and he was held up by the prince of Persia. The same angel Gabriel, you know, he came to Daniel. Why? Because Daniel persisted. He continued praying. He knew this is the problem. Lie between me and my people. If we don't get solution now, if we don't plead to God, if we don't continue asking, we're not going to get out of this place. See, God has planned for each one of us. God has planned for the nation. There are certain things God wants to do. But he's waiting. He's, he's searching for a man that will stand in gap and speak on behalf of that particular you know, sector, that particular place of life, that he can bring these things to pass. When Daniel continued to pray, Gabriel appeared to him. And the Bible says in verse 22, it says, he explained to me. He said, Daniel, I have come here to give you insight and understanding. I pray whatsoever that is holding you bound, whatsoever that is, you know, bothering you, whatsoever that have held you, that have caused your setbackwardness, that the Lord is going to reveal to you according to the reading of his word. May the Lord give you the answer in Jesus' name. You know, the scripture said, I have come to give you insight of what you have been praying for. I was so excited when, when I was, you know, meditating on this word. You know, it strengthened my spirit. I'm like, Lord, thank you. I believe someone is not going to go home empty today. I believe you are well fed. Because this is something, it's just a simple message. But I believe it's going to bless your heart. Because God has something that you need to show you. That is something you need to realize concerning your environment. Concerning the air that you breathe. Concerning the same road you pass through every day. There are some things behind your compound, your house, your neighborhood that God wants to open your eye to see. But the reason of reading his word, it will open your eyes. Where do you found where, where, where do you found the heart of God? Is in his presence. Where is the presence of God? Is the scripture. This is God. This is God himself. This is the word. The word is God himself. When you stand with the Bible, you are standing before God, the maker. You know, the Bible goes on in verse 30, uh, 23. It says, the moment you began praying, a command was given. Listen to this. Let me repeat it again. The moments you began praying, a command was given. 
And now I am here to tell you what it was. For you are very precious to God. Listen carefully so that you can understand the meaning of your visions. See, he said, the moment you began to pray, the moment you opened the, you, 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 you went on your knees and opened the page of the problem that surrounds you and your people, a command was given instance God issued a command saying go and tell Daniel everything that concerns what I have showed to him what he has read I pray as you are going to study the scripture the Lord will give a command to everything that you have been asking for the angel of the Lord will bring you the answers in the name of Jesus Amen. You know, Daniel prayed and God answered him. The benefit of this message is the answer Daniel received because I don't want to go, you know, bringing the whole full message, the whole full scripture because if I do, we don't have enough time. But I want you to understand that at this point, God issued a command. That means the answer of everything he has requested has come to him. Right? So I urge you, let this be your faith. And I pray this is going to be your portion. Everything you are seeking whatsoever you're going to seek before the Lord the Lord will make it happen for you now let me take you to the benefit one by one if you check the book of Deuteronomy 17 verse 19 I, I, I just put these things down you see you will learn to fear the Lord when you study the scripture let me tell you one of the benefit is what you haven't fear of God because the Bible says the fear of the Lord is what? The beginning of wisdom. You have more wisdom, intellectual as in wisdom that beyond the human understand human capacity because the wisdom of God is not measured by the things of the earth. It's above. The wisdom of God takes you to a certain you know, extend that none of your educational qualification could take you there. That is what the wisdom of God do. Look at Solomon. When God gave him wisdom, what happened? All his surrounding was at peace with him. All his neighbors, no one want to fight him. Because God gave him wisdom. And if you read the book of Psalm, 119 verse 130, he said, you will do what? That's you will get you you will get you will gain the wisdom. You fear the Lord. That is the wisdom. You you get the wisdom. And the Bible goes on and saying the same Psalm one ninety nine verse twenty eight. It said the Scripture release our chains and lift our burdens. When you are hopeless, when you go through the Scripture, <laughs> your eyes open. Oh, come unto me. All ye that are heavy laden, I will give you rest. You are like, 
Wow, that's true. Man, the pain and the chain and the burden is gone. You move. That is it. That is the benefit. And you go on, you check the, uh, Romans 15 verse 4. He said, the word of God gives what? Hope. Hope. It gives you hope. When you are hopeless, he gives you hope. Is the strength of the weak, the hope to the hopeless. Do you want to find hope? Study your scripture. Do you want to be free from the chain and the burden? Study the scripture. Do you want to fear the Lord? Study the scripture. Do you want to have wisdom? Study the scripture. That is the benefit. And the Bible goes on saying in Psalm 119 verse 111 it said God's word bring what? Joy. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Hallelujah. You know I can't see any excitement you know. See let me tell you I feel so so much joy inside of me by sharing this word because I'm, I'm preaching to myself I'm preaching to myself I'm being you know I'm being free from certain areas of my life. There are things that have been holding me back. The more I release the world, the more I see, you know, lightness in me. The Bible says in the book of Titus 1 verse 2, it says, it reminds us of his what? Promises. When you remember the promises of God, what happened? Your faith becomes more strong. You're like, yes, he spoke the word. I know he would do it. He's able to do all things. I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. He said, not, it's not of he that will it. That is the promise also. It's not of his that run it, but of the Lord that showeth mercy. That means if I struggle too much in life, if I can obtain it, I should rely on God's promise. Knowing is of his mercy. Amen. 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 The book of Ephesians 6 verse 17 said, His word enabled us to battle and defeat the devil. Do you want to defeat the devil in your life? Do you want to have defeat over the enemy? Over the affliction? Over the lack of faith? over the temptation and trials. I love what Pastor Preji told me yesterday when I asked him a question. I tell him, what can I do in these certain areas when I am so, I'm, I, I've given up in trusting people in area of business. He said, look, whenever you have anything to do with anyone, do not trust them, but trust God. Rely on God. You see, rely on God. Take all the scripture that you need to guide yourself in that certain areas. By doing so, you will find it easy. Now, in this place, it asks you, this is what I wrote, I said, his word enables us to battle and defeat the devil. If we want to defeat the devil, we should gather the scriptures. When we look at the scriptures, all he has spoken.
when we go in prayer after praising him exalting his holy name we remind the enemy the word of God this is what the Lord says concerning this affliction now I command you live in Jesus name they hear the word of God because it is written in the scripture it's sealed with the stamp which is the blood of Jesus amen Romans 10 verse 17 he said your faith will be strengthened when you study the scripture more often your faith will be strengthened and if you check Ephesians 6 verse 17 he said you will develop spiritually do you want to you know develop your spiritual strength do you want to you know grow more higher and stronger study the scripture there lies every secret you need the book of Hebrew 5 13 verse 14 what I saw there I titled it you will mature in the being in the things of God learning more about him and his commands will help us to mature as believers it will help you to mature as a believer not just only mature his instruction everything about see you know it makes you to understand the heart of God what you are and what you are supposed to do amen if you read proverb proverb 16 verse 20 it said God's instruction for life are housed in his word how we treat others and how we should act or react in situations it's all in there do you want to you know know how to respond to people words in a certain situation of life everything is in this word the word of god is a house that we 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 are meant to live in is our own house the psalm one two to three what i found there i tell you you will be more prosperous and successful as you learn what he has taught and how to conduct yourself and your business and daily affairs do you want to know how to run your business we learn about you know god ways of finance here through pastor juju this is part of these things do you want to know how to you know be prosper do you want to be prosperous how to conduct yourself how to conduct things about your business your life your family is in the word of god most of the time we run you know looking for you know uh the advisors paying people pay money to receive advice or business why the secret lies in the word of god all you just need to do dedicate yourself delight in it allow the holy spirit to open your eyes and the last word is john 3 16. you know if you look at it you see god's word leads us to salvation it is written in his word that we are saved even when we put our hope in him even if we are ready we are already a believer we read in the word remind us that he gave his only son for us to live in him 
You know, we're reading the scripture. You know, it's okay. I have read this part, you know, this certain passage, this certain uh, place. I don't need to read it again. Even if you're a believer already, continue with reading the word of God. It will strengthen we hope you. You were refreshed and strengthened by the word of God. If you want to know more about God or have a question you would like to ask or even a prayer request you would like to share, do connect with us at dreamingrevival.com. Be our guest for one of our services here at Bangalore Revival Center on Saturdays at 7 p.m. or Sundays at 11 a.m.